That's Mina say woo. Whoa. <laughs> She's like, oh. yo. <laughs> hey, girl. Hi. What y'all doing? Hold on. Oh. Turn your mic on. Mina is a radio personality, like the bomb. She does serious. Well, she works in Philly. She does here. Y Latina. Yes. And a basketball no, oh. no, no, no. Hi. 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 I'm sorry for barging in. I no problem. <laughs> <laughs> this so is not ours. What is that? Yeah. It's, from Melan- it's from Melanie Torres. I think it has names on it, but I guess if you put oh, like a couple of dollars, you could, you know, yeah. I took those. See, it's a goodbye <laughs> drink because they're leaving on Friday. Dito. Yeah, yeah. That's another part of the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. PLJ leaves, so they're, they're all starting to drink and be nostalgic about it all. How was your interview? She just did Anderson Pack. Yes. Well, yeah. well, how did it go? Great. Yeah. Great so. Who was one of your favorite interviews? Oh, now I'm being interviewed. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite one was Kanye. Really? Wow. Yo, how when did you, you prepare Kanye? for that? Do Kanye. Now we or jealous. Kanye? <laughs> the Kanye with the face. I on. did in the middle. I did. Oh, like, like, transitioning Kanye. Yeah. So yeah. Not like this is pre him being diagnosed with a mental disorder. Yes. Oh. Okay. But he was already starting to act a little erratic. Right. We just why. didn't know why. Mm-hmm. So this is pre TMZ. You okay. know when he went on TMZ and said that slavery is a choice. Yeah. It wow. was prior to that, but he was already with Kim. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was right. in that middle area. I think my the reason why he's my favorite is because he's hard to interview, yes, mm-hmm. I would and I just so. like challenges. But he's so smart and he thinks so fast really? that right. like he, he'll say something and then I'll try to react to it as an interviewee and he's already transitioned the into some other topic. Yeah. And his transitions make way. sense. Mm-hmm. He just he just thinks so fast and there's so much that it's like hard to like pause him and reel him in. Because yeah, he goes. He right. Goes. He so speaks, he, he was on a rant in yeah. the interview yeah. and I was trying to figure out how to control the okay. rant. I'm here so Right. <laughs> so I think like in the next time that I interview him, I think I've definitely gotten better since then. I mean I was pretty good then, but you know, yeah. you're always growing yes, and learning. Exactly. Right. So I really want to do him again someday to see how I like you know, that was a learning experience for me. Like the next time I get someone who's a ranter, I need to learn how to take control a little bit. Yeah, you gotta practice. So, <laughs> I was just like letting him go and like like, it's Kanye people gonna listen people gonna listen it wasn't so much that I was intimidated it was that what he transitioned to was so like mind provoking that I had so many thoughts and I didn't know which one to kind of go on because he was moving so fast so like when I was trying to find a place to like stop him him, he's already on to something else so it's like I can't go back like you can't go back in the interview we already like transitioned away from this so it's like I just learned the moment of seizing you know, the topic at the time. Because when you're interviewing, you you know, sometimes you go back and you think and you're like, well, I could have asked this or or maybe I should have done that. You know, so it's like just seizing that moment and understanding when to seize the moment and just get in so you can get the information that you want before it passes and you never get it again. Got it. Yeah, so. Because yeah, he, could, he could go on. Oh, it's I, forever. I've seen a few of his. Interviews. I mean, but there's other times that he comes up and doesn't say nothing. Like when he was with well, Kim. Well, it depends on how he's like, he's just like, he's, yeah. yeah. I think he feels people out. He has to be a little comfortable. Yeah, he was a little it. bit too comfortable. So he yeah. was kind of <laughs> going yeah. and going. And I was trying to figure out. And like at the time, I was on a morning show. So there was two other people with oh, me. So it was like working. trying to maneuver and control the interview with two other people. I just that's felt like hard. in my mind, it was complete chaos. 
because there was things that he was saying that I felt like he needed to elaborate on. But A, I couldn't get in because he kept talking and then someone else would get in. So oh, it was so just it was like, like to, right, to how do I how do I reel this in right, right so i think like in the next time that i do it i think i have some some more skills you'll be like shut the hell up <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait. let me let me put a pin in that <laughs> <laughs> you know you learn little tricks i remember i interviewed someone who i'm not gonna say his name but he's like a, a r&b singer that's on a really big big franchise um, okay. and he gets guess. angry no. in <laughs> interviews so i could feel no. him getting angry you know what i'm saying because somebody because else had asked him a question okay. right so i literally had to like you stroke his back and like rub his back oh a little bit during God. the interview because wow. I could feel that he the was energy, about to like right? go in on my co-host and I kind of needed to like calm him down a little Usa. bit so yeah. it's funny in the video your people are probably like why is she rubbing his back but it's because I could feel he was about to pop off Yeah, and uh, I didn't want it to be to one of those it. moments where he like just walked away or you know what I'm saying or like he like you know like just like spazzed out on someone so I I was rubbing his back oh my god that's too funny and matter of fact while you're here because I just said my story how'd you get into radio and what's like one of your best advice so i got into radio when i was 18 mm -hmm. wow. um i actually used to listen to the radio all the time so when we were growing up my mom you know we were poor my mom had two jobs she was a single mom my dad died when i was a kid mm -hmm. so we didn't always have cable right. so mm -hmm. sometimes we had cable so the one thing that i feel like was the most constant thing was always like the radio and back then it was like we had napster and stuff like that but it wasn't the way it is now right right you yeah. know like i had you know there were mp3s but it was like towards the the Third. end of the cd era mm -hmm. and the mp3 era was coming in and at that time like radio was really the only way that you got your information radio or reading magazines right. yeah. but the magazines would come up come out every month because yeah. it would take them a long time to print it and, and a subscription you need. and you need so, a yeah. subscription it costs yeah. money so like information didn't flow as fast as it does mm -hmm. now right? right so the only way that you can get immediate information back then was Radio. The radio, A, but hip-hop information. It wasn't on the internet like that no, yet. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would you would go to the internet only to, like, go on a website if someone told you to go. It wasn't like now where it's like you go to the internet for everything, but it was Ooh. like you had to have a purpose <laughs> yeah. to go to the internet. Now we just hang out on the internet yeah, all the time. Oh, We're we not doing nothing. Right. Or yeah. Instagram or whatever. But we back then you had to from. have a purpose to yeah. go to the internet. So it's like the only thing that we had was the radio that was a consistent source of information so I always had a love for the radio and I used to record talk breaks like the people talking right. and then like I used to bootleg the music like back in the day you used to record the music yeah, on no, the tape you used to make your own mix <laughs> yeah. right you make your own mix yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. but with me it's like I was recording the talking so my mom would be like why are you recording the talking like no one records the talking and that's just you know when I was a kid so when I got to college um, I thought I was gonna be like a lawyer or an attorney <laughs> or yeah. even like Child, you know we always fighting something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be in political science or like a sports manager, like right. something like that. And um, I don't know. I kind of found the school radio station by mistake, and okay. I never left. I just kind of like focused on it. And I was 18, and I got a lot of encouragement from like alumni. I went to Syracuse, nice. so I got a lot of encouragement from alumni that were like, "You're really young. You sound really good. Like, make sure you know you put the work in." And I did internships, yeah, internships and you know, I just networked and. It's crazy. When I told my mom that I wanted to do radio, she was like very supportive. And then she said she used to do radio. My um my mother's from Peru. Oh, okay. So she said she did radio.
radio in Peru. So I was like, shut up. Oh, like she has never told me ever. Mm-hmm. Th- that wasn't something we talked about. So I kind of felt like that was like the green light. Like, okay, yeah. if this was something that was in my mom's blood and, you yeah, know, back then they didn't encourage women to do these different jobs, mm-hmm. you know, not, like, especially now. Especially it's a talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So like in her, especially in that country, like, you know, like you had to be a secretary or a nurse Absolutely. or, you know, like something, something, right. Like receptionist, yeah. something women mm-hmm. did, you know? Right. So like when she goes to her family and says, I want to be on the radio, they're like, that's not a real job. What do you, what go yeah. get a real job debate that pays the bills. Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy. Cause um, back then it was also still like a male, Driven. a male dominated field. There weren't dumb. a lot yeah, of, and imagine in another women. country, I know, you know, like all the radio personalities are men. men. Yeah. The yeah, women absolutely. are just like yeah. the uh, the, one that's the, the laugh track. Yeah, because yeah, in Puerto Rico, track. a lot of like you hear the 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 radio, and I remember being. I never recall a woman on the yeah. radio. Yeah. And my mother's like, my mother's six years old now, so you got to think when she was listening to the radio, it was yeah. it was different, it was right? Harder, yeah. So she was very supportive of me, and that was kind of like, you know, if your mom did it, and then she's supporting you, and then people are telling you you sound good, and you know, you just got to work hard. You just kind of go after it. So the moral of the story, if you want this industry, you got to work hard and you got to be relentless. You got to be in people's inbox. Like, you You remember you told me I'm supposed to meet you here? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Social media and everything makes it a lot easier. Oh, my God. I was just having that conversation with someone. I I, I interned for 197. I was Ebro's intern. So at that time, Ebro, Ebro, who does the morning show, was not on air. He was doing the programming, which is that those are the people that pick the music. So I was Ebro's intern. And it's crazy because back then, if you were an intern, you really they didn't let you do a lot of things. Right. Like I got to do a lot of things because Ebro kind of noticed that, you know, I, I had some programming experience and I knew a lot about the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to school for it. Mm-hmm. So um, he really like encouraged that he would invite me like, into like music meetings. And then like mm-hmm. the other interns weren't in, invited into music meetings. But so you were the favorite. <laughs> Not really. He there was another kid, another guy too that he invited. So I think he just assessed. He wanted to kind of fill you out, right? Like he assessed who can contribute. Mm -hmm. You know who. You know I don't know how he picked it, but it was me and this other guy that he would invite to the music meetings out of all the interns, and nobody else would get invited. So um, and it's crazy because they didn't let us do a lot. It was Mm -hmm. more so like answer phone calls, (laughs) you know, take, take notes, stuff like that. But now because the world has changed so much and it's like social media and content, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, who can do an interview, who can do a funny, uh, you know, video, Video. who can get a funny picture, you know, who can capture the different angle or the Mm -hmm. different moment. Like there's so much more that that needs to be done now Mm -hmm. that now the interns are used like workers Mm -hmm. and not even like but these interns hip to, hip to it because back in the day you didn't get paid now you have to pay them or they have to get credit oh, so they must okay. pay for, for college? those that yeah okay. like you have to get credit or you have to get paid so now like you know they ruined it for anybody who wants to be in the business and really wants to do it right. they have to be going to school or you can't right. these yeah. kids they don't want to do shit though no. yeah, well, well, a lot of kids nowadays they want it they want everything handed to them well so they, they want it faster yeah. yeah and I think no. that's what it is like it was a slow thing for me you know slow you gotta earn your spot you gotta be respected people gotta like you know it 
it does it you're not given it's not given to you you yeah. know you have to kind of prove your worth even at hot 97 i will never forget they must do it different now but i'll never forget my interview there i was in a room with like 15 people wow. and it wasn't like a one-on-one interview where they like assess you and ask you where you're from and what's your name we're in a room with 15 people oh. and it's literally like, like yeah, that would they threw out questions and whoever answered the question answered oh. and if you weren't vocal and you didn't answer the question I think maybe there were five questions that they threw out there and if you didn't make an impression and you didn't answer the question that's next, it that's next wow. you can go yeah, you I can never go. did it like that it was one on one no yeah, it, yeah. Was, 15, it was it was the most that's... bizarre thing I've ever encountered I've never been on an interview like that and they had um, so for programming they mm-hmm. had three groups I think that they did that and they picked one person from each group Damn. and, and I was one? it was me and two guys that they picked for the programming team okay. so we were literally like I guess the stand the standouts of our groups, but it was literally like Darwinism, like dog eat dog. Like if you <laughs> yeah. not here, if you're not gonna speak here to play, yeah. Like there's, I literally like after it was done because I it was literally five questions, right? Wow. But everybody who wanted to answer got to answer, so it wasn't like cutthroat where it's like. Oh, that's it. We're moving on to the next question. But like the person, the moderator doing the interview was like, anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? So you had the opportunity to speak. Mm -hmm. But if you you didn't know how to answer the question or you had no valid response to the question, you weren't going to say anything. So I guess people were sitting there waiting for a question that they could actually answer. I'm going to rock the next one. People didn't even get to answer any questions. And then they were like, like, okay, thanks for coming. And I literally looked around and some people were like in total shock. You were like, like. Like, I did not make an impression. I didn't even answer a question. That's it? Wow. We don't get one-on-one after? Well, later, guys. Right. But I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure it's done differently now. But I kind of like it that way. Yeah, I mean, Not for nothing, because it's survival of the fittest. Yeah, if you're it not is. Speak, well, it's it makes like, it a better story, because you look at you now telling us about it. Right, I mean, but then there's that person that's like, I didn't even get to answer a question. <laughs> you could have. You chose you not to. Right. Your life is about choices. It wasn't, I guess it, at that time, it wasn't a place where like you can literally just like pop up like you had to want to be there you had to have experience you had to have a background mm-hmm. you have to have some sort of knowledge about radio and being on air or programming you know like that at the time it was the number one station in the country because mm-hmm. it was the number yeah. one station mm-hmm. period so it's like you have to have a leg up on everyone else and you have to be able to contribute and even even in that kind of dynamic still there are certain things that i was not allowed to do like i was not allowed to work summer jam you know um yeah i mean because you gotta earn your way into (laughs) working that's a a a big big day they can't have the new intern acting like a groupie (laughs) 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 now i'm pretty sure like it's all hands on deck like whoever we have i don't know i don't work there so um but i'm just thinking like everybody can get a picture maybe a crowd instagram or a story there's so much content now that it's literally now like who wants to do what you know there's interviews that they do now for the website before that wasn't like that if you did the on-air interview and that was it so there was no opportunities for anybody outside of whoever was on air to get an interview in to get on the website nothing now there's more it's a lot more work right because they take pictures and they tell you who's coming up next yeah but you gotta hustle you gotta be better than the next person because your stuff could get shuffled underneath right and then it provides an opportunity as well because if you weren't a big artist and you weren't gonna get on 
on air, that was it. You weren't mm-hmm. going to come up to the station and hang out. That not was it. Man. I mean, if you're not like, if you don't have a song on the radio, we don't need you. Like, why are <laughs> right. you here? So, but now it's like, there's so many different outlets that now maybe somebody doesn't get on air, but they get uh, they get up to the station. Maybe they do a podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do a digital interview. Mm-hmm. So, so there's so many more avenues for people to actually produce content. You know, you don't have, you know, like and on Power 105, you don't have Angie doing every interview. No. You know, Angie does the big interviews. And then if there's a smaller artist that comes in, okay, well, we can have the digital person do it or the intern mm-hmm. or the producer or whoever, right. you know, to just get the content and put it on the website and then have more content to feed. Got it. Right. Yeah. So it's Seat definitely fillers. different. Now, what other stations have you worked at? And all, remember, give them your resume real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where you at now? I haven't been a lot of places, to be honest. Um, when I started, so I started in Syracuse, and I kind of interned there. Um, I was on a station in Syracuse. And then I started when I was 18. And then when I was 22, I got, like, my first big radio job. Uh, I worked for Sirius XM. And then I started programming. Because when I was Ebro's intern, I was a programming intern. So I got in through programming, which is, like, they decide what gets played, how it plays, how often it plays, you know, stuff like that. And then I got on air. It was always my goal to get on air, but like you kind of have to get in where you fit in. So right. there's not a lot of on air jobs in general, not then and not now, period. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that hasn't changed at all. But there's a lot of other behind the scene jobs that are available. So it's like, you know, however you can get in, you get in. Yeah, so they had a programming absolutely. opportunity. It was a full-time opportunity. It's funny. Ebro had offered me a part-time street team opportunity, okay. but it was a street team part-time and they have very like, you know, they have Erratic crazy hours. hours. Yeah. 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 I see and that a lot in the, when I, when I look online and stuff like that. Like, yeah. That's because the, that's openings, like the revolving right? door. That's yeah, the entry level. And that's where you lose a lot of people. People don't show up for work. They're late. They're not responsible. Cause they want to be on air. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So they don't, they're not dedicated to the to the craft so um but i was offered the full-time by the grace of god the full-time job with the benefits and everything so i took that and um i ended up working full-time there got on air eventually and then had my own show and i was there for four years wow. Wow. and then i went to do mornings in philly at a station called power 99 and i did that for six years but this was all in traveling or you were able to do that virtually i had to leave wow yeah i had to leave so i worked in new york i left new york and i moved down to south jersey and i was in philly so i still live in south jersey oh so um i did uh philly radio for i'm still on philly radio but i did morning radio for six years and then i was you know i was ready to move on and then i came back to sirius but not as a programmer. I came back just on air now. So now I do mornings at Sirius um, and then on a channel called The Heat. It's a hip-hop and R&B channel. And I work here at Radio 103.9 part-time. I do digital stuff for them. I do like digital interviews. And then I'm on air weekends in Philly on a station called uh, Boom 103.9. So I'm wow. kind of like shooting back and forth. All and she got a podcast. And she has a dance crew. Yeah. What's your yeah. Dance oh my dance God. Loka knows like my whole resume. Uh-huh. That's it. Because she's now we know where to find you. <laughs> like when you want. When you want to be in this business, you have to surround yourself with people that are just like you and that you respect. Like right. in this business, a lot of women we don't get along. It's just, and unfortunately, they pin us up. It's, and it's not always sad. like that, yeah, but yeah. it's like that. But with Mina, like she's super dope. You can't talk shit and you can't dis dis 
discredit her because she does her shit. She yeah, busts her. She's got her hand in every time. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. And then I'm gonna dance. Yeah. I can give you a couple of things you could talk shit about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personal is personal. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what it is. And right. she like she pulls out her work. She does it. Is she doesn't suck. She's great at what she does. Oh, thank you. You too. Aww. Thank you, Bubba. So, so, yes, I mean, women encouraging women. That's what this is about. Well, Loka's really awesome. Like she pays attention to like the small things, which is very rare. So like you know if it's your birthday she'll get you something <laughs> or like, I, I love birthdays yeah, <laughs> yeah like I'll never forget one of the label reps it was her birthday and she bought a cake like Aww, you know like for her sweet. to be that thoughtful awesome. to like you don't okay well lot. we don't know each other that well but I appreciate you as a person like here's a cake you know she probably hasn't seen the label rep since then <laughs> but right <laughs> but it's, it's like but the little things like yeah, right but it leaves a good impression like mm-hmm. you know like I don't know sometimes I feel like we don't appreciate people enough mm-hmm. yeah, and absolutely. we don't realize how great people are so it's a nice reminder to see someone do something just because. Not because they're your best friend or not because, not because they're obligated something. to or they're, yeah. you know, like, I don't really know you, but I know I'm, se- I mean, I work with you kind of, but we don't see each other a lot, but I still appreciate you enough to go out of my way to do something nice. And I think that's yeah, like, that's you know, I was telling our boss, Ken, about this. Like, that's a rare trait that Loka has that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't have. Yeah. So it's like, it's special and like, it's it's nice you know so it's like you have to keep like people like that around and you gotta you know just uplift people like that yeah. because that's like positive stuff there's so much negative, negative out there she's very mm-hmm. absolutely yeah there's I a lot of people that are negative my, in the middle of lunch i'm at my desk and i'm listening to her if somebody wants to talk to me i'm like hold on just hold on one second. <laughs> i'm on a very important phone call hold she, on she's like vibrant she just has that energy right and, I this is the first time I meet her face to face, but I feel like I've known her for over a year. I think yeah. I've been following mm-hmm. her, and very nice, very vibrant. You really need that. Women need the support of each other. And yeah, because too many times we that. pit it against each other, that. and life is so short and yeah. it's so negative they, you to know, have that. Bright, you're a bright light of sunshine. Yeah, to all these women out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was having this conversation with a rapper too. Like she's a female rapper, and like, you know, there's so many spaces for men, and it's like I don't know why for women some women feel like there's not a lot of spaces because historically there has not been a lot yeah, of spaces right. for right. us so Correct. it's created this thing where we're a little catty or it's competitive or intimidated they're like i don't even know if i should try because they're gonna give it to somebody else and they're gonna give them twice more, more money than me or they're gonna give them more space it's like yeah, you gotta try you gotta do double the work to get halfway where man that's exactly at. it yeah so i think like once you stop thinking that way where it's like it's not just one spot like everybody can have their own niche and their own thing and like contribute you know like this is your thing you mm-hmm. do what you do this is my thing I do what I do so it's like just finding like what your space is and what you contribute like there's room for everybody everybody has a different voice mm-hmm. a different story they talk about different things they deliver different. things differently yeah, like we true. need differences it's very unfair to have young people and young women especially grow up in a world where there's only one kind of woman like yeah. there should yeah. be a variety so of well, that women looks a certain way and that was but that right. was when we were coming up we were stuck with just one yeah. it was always yeah. Angie yeah that was Angie. Angie was a record talking. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. And I've never said that to her because I get like so weird around her sometimes. Like I don't want to be a groupie. Right. And that's another thing. She's so used to it. But like I feel like no, but it's different. I really was listening to you. But you don't want to say that because it's different with everybody. Like you think you're the most important. Like, no, I was the biggest fan. Like 
I listened every day. I recorded your talk breaks. And is she really nice? She's a nice person. Oh my right? gosh, she's the best. I've met people where I'm like, yo, you're a bitch. And I don't even like <laughs> like calling people that, but some people are fucking bitches. Yeah. Like, you're a bitch. And like, you're mean, you know? And like, that's not cool, you know? Right. But she's not like that. Yeah. Like, she is like, I'll never forget, I was an intern. <laughs> And I would like, I would like pass by her studio. Like you can't go in Angie's studio when she's on air. She'll like, you know, she won't do nothing, but you just know, right? It's like you know, that's like, off limits. That's yeah. not something you do. So I would like just, you know, I would check the mail six times she a day. And I would check the mail six times a day just to walk by her studio and see how she would she would do her work. And she was always head down writing something or reading something or working there was no like chit chit chat she hasn't stopped yeah she's still going for real like she was always working so I would like pass by to try to get a glimpse of like how she works or what is if anything's happening and she's always I never saw her like chit chatting with someone or just you know in uh-huh, the hallway right. yes right but in the studio I just always saw her working and yeah, doing stuff that was stuff. her time that yeah her time. so but it was, you know, now you have all these voices and it's important. Yeah. So we got to get our... Make sure you social media so they can follow you. At yeah. Mina Say What. M-I-N-A-S-A-Y-W-H-A-T. Oh. I like saying, say what? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're supposed to say it. But yeah. I just say, I feel weird saying it that way. Why? I don't know. I just let other people say it that way. Right. I'd be like, Mina Say What? <laughs> I said it in the hallway. I just say it all the time. I love it. Yeah, all right. All right. Well, well this ship has gone an hour and five minutes. Oh, wow. This wow. Is wow. Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Yes. Oh, hey. I have Hi. a podcast, too. Right. What's this podcast called? Funk, Funk This Ship. Oh, I yes. like that. We're a little racy. <laughs> yeah. She's uh-huh. like, whoa, wait. Uh-huh. Did they wait, just what, what are they about? Simple Mina's House podcast. Oh, okay. yes. Everybody on there. Everybody. Wow. I'd be like looking at your Instagram and be like, somebody in the house today. And I'm oh. like, oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. it's I'm coming up my 100th episode. Wow. wow. We're on 19. We're babies. Yeah. We're, Any advice? Yeah. And yeah just please. keep doing it. And we know? have so much fun, and we keep our things really, really short. This is a long one for us. We might have yeah, to but this split is it in special, half. This, this is, is like a special edition. Have to really <laughs> listen to this one because this is like very extra special. I think the um, the hardest thing is the more you start doing it, like the more schedules get involved. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh, we can't meet this week, or that's the biggest thing I run into, especially with podcasts. Like there's normally two, three people involved, so it's hard to get everyone on the same yeah. schedule. Right. So you start like there was one time where I didn't do an episode for a month. What? You, okay. Yeah. How, so what kind of feedback did you get with what, that? I mean, they will start being like, hey, where's the episode? But what oh, happens is if you want people to really consistently listen to your podcast, you have to be consistent right. in That's what, what you're doing, delivering yeah. to them. So the more time that you put in, the more like life gets in the way, mm-hmm. you know, like people get sick and you have family stuff going on and schedules can't line up. And the next thing you know, you don't even realize that you haven't done one for a month. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just the consistency that's the hardest. So just be like no. super like, you know, adamant about we're doing it on this day at this time every week and that's really I guess the hardest thing well but, that's what yeah. we do we try to yeah. keep it every, every Saturday we, we post that it. Saturday I could be hungover whatever it is and I'm like wait, wait it's, it's midnight it's midnight I'm posting stuff, it you know? yeah. 
yeah. and it's crazy because my podcast is important to me so it's not like it's something that I would be like oh I'm just not gonna do it today because right, I'm tired yeah. or whatever but life gets in the way yeah. mm-hmm. you know and like sometimes like am I gonna sit here and do this podcast that I don't get paid for or do yeah. I go and actually right. do something that pays me right. so when you're booked like all day and you have three jobs and you're hosting and you're doing radio and you're doing all this stuff and then you have a dance team that you coach and it's like there's oh, wow. so much going on that it's what like what kind of dance team I it's just a, they dance hip hop like, you know they're okay. all like high school college okay. oh, so, so you do, they wow so you have yeah. your hands full yeah wow. so it's like you don't purposely say I'm just not gonna do the podcast today but you get so busy that it's like wow I haven't done it for a month you know that's crazy so that's really the hardest thing so you gotta right. find time yeah we, we're, we're yeah, we pretty consistent thank but God. even if you it's fall been... off you just pick right back up and you explain to them this is why I fell off you know I'm sorry but even in that I you know we're doing uh the uh, the 99th one is coming up this week oh, so and the one? next week is 100 wow nice. so yeah, about your new co- your mom's new car your mom's new dog yeah I did give my mom a lot you of said, stuff you're spoilers you're giving out spoilers it was the cutest story how she says she got the dog for her mom but then you you didn't first in the beginning you you didn't want to walk it or the poop you weren't used to it. <laughs> oh my god, the dog pooped all over my yeah. house. And then you were like, and I got oh wooden god. floors that I paid a lot of money for. <laughs> oh and I'm man. like, this fucking dog <laughs> needs to get out of my house. You know how much money I paid it. for these floors? Now I miss the dog. Oh, you see, now I, I have miss the dog. Now when I read that, I was like, yeah, oh, they they, they work. But the dog's spirit, I've never had a dog that had that spirit. Like, he's so lovable. What like, kind of dog? It's a Yorkie and Shih Tzu put together. I have a Yorkie. Oh, so I've always had big dogs, like a boxer, you know, a sheep dog, a pit bull. I've always had massive wow, dogs. Oh, wow. I've never had a cute little dog that just likes to snuggle and, you know, be right up under you. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, my God. The thing, the dog is full of love. Like there's not one bad thing that like in the in the beginning I was annoyed because I wasn't used to having <laughs> yeah. the dog back in the house and the training mm-hmm. part is hard. right the yeah. training is love hard. and poop but I also think that he was like <laughs> where am I what is this yeah, let me poop mark, everywhere yeah, right yeah. marking my territory now he's better but now he's with my mom and like you know we so it's brought us closer together as well because I call her every day to see how the dog is okay you know with my schedule I can't be with the dog and I would hate to leave the dog like I've been out at work since eight in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's already yeah, going to yeah, be seven. Hard. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you can't leave a puppy. A little, it's not a puppy, but a little dog in the house, you know, mm-hmm. for 12 hours. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's, there's no love. There's that's no it, anything. I see her, but she's good. Because I leave her. She doesn't do anything bad. She waits till I get home. She does her, you know, her business. But she is true. They give you a lot of love, a lot yeah. of snuggling. Like, she wakes me up in the morning. If not, with Prussy, it's news, snooze, not she her. Sure she's, like, she she's like, you gotta barks, like, you got to get up. But oh, she's an her. alarm clock. Yes. I need that. Yes. <laughs> and now she's like on top of me, licking me. She's like, yep. And I'm like, come on, five, four minutes, please. The thing is that on Saturdays and Sundays, she doesn't know the difference. No. Oh, yeah. That's so like that's kids. where it gets irritating. That's like but then kids, I'm like, boo. this was like, like, welcome kids. to my world. Mm, mm. <laughs> no, no, now my kids sleep. Yeah, now she calls sleep. and she's like, I'm up at 7 30 because of the dog. And I'm like, don't you dare call me. My kids <laughs> don't know. <laughs> it's my turn. Before, I used to tell her, don't call me before 12. Yes. Yeah, and that changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, let me wake you up. I'm going to cafe. Yeah, exactly. All right, so sure. how do you guys right. wrap this thing so, up? Yes. Well, because we're going to tell everybody that if you want to be a part of a podcast, you need to have dedication, you need to put your work in, you need a schedule. 
Yeah. Right? Don't give and up. You can't give up. You no. can't give up. And uplift those people who are around you no matter what. We little now, but when we big, we're going to have somebody You're here. You're big. <laughs> yeah, we big. But we want to thank you both for having for your us time. here. Your time. Sharing your, your stories and spending the time with us. I know you girls are busy. Oh, but it was you. great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Right. This was fun. Bye. Let me stop. Wow, I just...